This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the Men's Room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The Podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. The debauchery rolls on. You're listening to the Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. 99.9 ISW. Head chef caught up with foods that people cook wrong, but they cook the food wrong on purpose. Ted's meat and potatoes coming up right after these emails from the men's room at KISW.com. You've got mail. You've got mail. Jump right into the birthday request, guys. I know it's late, but please give a huge birthday shout out to Justin on his 16th revolution on Earth. Uh, proud of you for all your accomplishments and for the speed bumps, too. Please give me your penises too small. <laughs> Green beans, a time to take off the leash, and also thrill he is a bass player uh, with no amp. So if you can come up with uh, one, he would love it, homie. Uh, that from Mom, Bubba, Monster Gabby, and Old Man Jason. Happy birthday, fella. 16 is a long time. Green beans. Green beans. Bass time player, to take huh? off the leash. Bass player with no amp. Look, man, uh, you can always go to like a pawn shop if you just want to... Save a lot of money, but typically look for an Ampeg. Ampeg is kind of like the bass players. Like, guitar players like to use Marshall amps. Could you get one for 200 bucks? If you go to a pawn shop, you probably could. And I feel like you actually get a better deal at a pawn shop for 200 bucks because that means the thing probably originated at about 600 bucks. 200 bucks guitar center, it's a $200 amp. And if you don't do Ampeg, check out Orange. Orange and makes very, no, very Is there like good. a bass box? Somebody texted me the other day box. about something for you. And I'm like, what the hell is a bass box? I don't know what they mean. Also, by can you plug box. headphones into the amplifier so no one has to hear it in the house? You can check and see if they have the phone jack. The problem with bass, man, the frequency is so low that even when you plug headphones, you can in, feel it. Unless you turn the volume down right. to like one, mm-hmm. it just makes your headphones buzz and rattle. All of which, all is I want to give myself a birthday shout out. Can I get Mike to pick a twenty-one sound bit salute? Uh, thank you guys from your loyal Bay Area fan. Jorge. I'll have a fish sandwich. Happy Chinooka. Let's pull it in, Jay. Come on. A script is a story. It's not a story book. Uh-oh, look out. Oh. <clears throat> Ow. Dip responsible. Thank you. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Same order's been disturbed. Golly, chestnut. Only when you get it. Damn. Are you f***ing me? You like that? Oh, I had like a second there, Mike. Yeah. Snap yeah. a picture of yourself. So suck it up, cupcake. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Okay, nice work. work. <laughs> Guys, uh, happy birthday to my uh, brother, Baruch. Uh, you're my best friend, partner in crime, and a thorn in my ass as a co-worker. Happy 35th, and uh, wish you a little bit more there, bro. I hope you get a, a little birthday humana from your Canadian sugar mama. <laughs> Uh, P.S. I still have the only hole in wood in our family. Uh, Miles, let's uh, strike it up sometime near the Snohomish Golf Course. I'll give you some strokes. Oh, yeah. Best French onion soup, guys, is uh, on the east side. Bistro at the Hollywood Schoolhouse in Woodenville. I checked that out. Place looks like it's got uh, amazing food. I just saw the picture of the French onion soup, and I'm sold. Can I get tell you, your penis is too small. Some uh, gets from Thrill and the Dirty Germans talking about why you shouldn't move to Canada for your Canadian sugar mama. Thanks, guys. That from Sam. <laughs> Get! 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 Yeah, the best thing about having a sugar mama is that you don't have to be with her all the time. Do not move to Canada. That way, every time you go to Canada, you get a little bit of that hummina hummina meow meow. Yeah, the other thing is in Canada, it's not even a sugar mama. It's a syrup mama. Yeah, that's what they call it, Mike. Let's not make some rules in German. Everybody knows that. Sticky. It's, there's lots of sticky. Yeah, yeah. Guys, I want to wish my dad Joe a very happy birthday on his 52nd trip around the sun. We listen to the men's room daily from Victoria, British Columbia. Ah, ironically enough. Excellent. Can I get a bong rip, some shotgun gets, an owl hitting the window, and you guys talking all over yourselves about your Super Bowl predictions. Cheers, guys. That from Joe and Jace. Get. 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 Guys, can I get a shout out for my 62nd birthday? I can't get my kids to do it, so I'm going to do it myself. How about a fish sandwich medley and some dad jokes for Miles? Thanks, guys. That from John. Though you don't want a fish sandwich? Okay there, John Jacobs. Some dad jokes. That's his name, John Jacobs. The husband says to his wife, I bet you can't tell me something that'll make me both happy and sad at the same time. Woman thinks for a moment and responds, Well, your penis is bigger than your brother's. <laughs> what did one saggy boob say to the other? What? I don't, if we don't get some support, people are going to think we're nuts. <laughs> what did the leper say to the sex worker, Ted? Uh, keep the tip. Keep the keep tip. The tip. Yeah. And what do myself and John Jacobs have in common? What do you and John Jacobs His have in common? His name is my name, too. His name is my name, too. Thank you. I mean, yeah. I made that one up, Ted. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that one's right there. It is. Right, right in the wheelhouse. All right, guys. Here you go. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday to you, to you, to you. 
Bitte. Yas, a dirty Germans, brought to you by Men's Room Original Sausage. Available through Uli's world famous sausage, mensroomlive.com, and other fine retailers. Mmm, <laughs> Schweinefly. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the men's room, the Ted Nugent. Head chef in the house. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Good to see everybody in the studio today. Fired up. Uh, so this is a list of people of food people cook wrong on purpose. Is there anything that on the top of your head you can think of that you cook wrong on purpose at home? Uh, I, for other people, I have. For so other people, words, uh, if know, we do hot dogs, my wife likes that thing to look like you took a sharpie and just colored it black. Mm-hmm. Correct. I feel like hot dogs, sometimes even sausages, definitely. She likes yeah, the hot dogs, man. I'd like to think it's a reflection of her husband. I used to uh, have but to, yeah. uh, butterfly filet mignons and cook them as well done as possible. Because oh, really? you, can't, you can't cook them well done when they're you know in their hole. Sure, sure. You've got to cut them in half and then butterfly them and filet them. Like, ugh, ugh. It made me sick to my stomach to do it. Mm-hmm. But I did. Kids? Ah, uh, wife. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well done. She's steak. someone's kid. Like a shoe. I mean, the look, more well done, the better. I like, used to oh, get well done steaks, too. But me. then if you start, uh, I don't know, I just feel like as you get a little older or eat more steaks, you kind of can enjoy the other part of it. I think Correct. that's, that's yep. a big part. And a lot of kids freak out. Like, why is yeah. it red? Like, well, that's blood. And it's, it it's is true, Actually, it's not blood. But kids freak out when yeah. they see it. It's something know, else. I can't going, remember. I read all yeah, about it. Yeah, I know. It's not blood. And, and look, I mean, I still, I'm still a solid medium person, mm-hmm. but like... Even if it's medium rare, it's fine. We, yeah. I mean, we were eating a steak a few years ago. Thrill was like, man, I'm shocked you're actually eating that. It's like, that's nah, still good. <laughs> yeah, it's still good. Uh, and it depends on the the cut of meat, right? And your meats. Some of them like, correct. cook this well done. It's the right, only way some, you're going to eat this. Even some much bigger steaks, right? Even even right. if you say you like your steak medium rare, if you go to if you go with some buddies and you're going to share one of those giant steaks in a steakhouse, they'll tell you like, look, we're gonna, we got to cook this one a little yeah. bit longer than that you. Is, yeah, for sure. Uh, so a lot of people that's number six on the list. A lot of people said the foods they uh, overcook or even burn. This one seems pretty obvious. Toast. I yeah. do not like an undercooked piece of toast. I actually have to tell them like with my chicken wings and pizza, make it a little well done. That way, especially on a bagel. Or something sure, like that. Sure, sure, sure. But I toast kind of, I, I would, people are very specific about toast. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why the whole toaster's game is light or dark. You, I mean, you have the option. Right, nothing even on the it. old school ones of just, you know, like, what do you, how do you like it? Uh, eggs. How do what they, is the proper way of what, cooking eggs? Like some They're people like saying, runny boiled eggs. Some people like very well right, done. Right. Some people like uh, even a poached egg. Like a poached egg should run. But I know some people that want a poached right. egg like you get on a sausage muffin at, at McDonald's. Right. Want a poached, okay. but right. Right. no yolk. No yeah. runny yolk. And I don't even sure what you call it. Sometimes, honestly, I'll just crack. It's not It's not sunny side up. I guess it's a fried egg because I'll just crack it in a pan with a little butter. And just cook it that way. And Flip break it. the yolk and just cook it that oh. way. Yeah, wow. once you break the yolk, it's not sunny side up. But basically, you're cooking sunny yeah. side up. Slide that. Faster than a sandwich. I'm right there with Sunny the side up is the is the cooking the, method where you do not flip the egg, correct? Right. The yolk stays. You, you might put a, a lid on top of it for a little bit, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, and ideally you want to uh, dip your toast in there or something. That's that correct. Runny mm-hmm. heartburn eggs. Well, flipping it's hard. Sometimes you break that yolk. I, I'd prefer. To That's flip the other it, reason I just stop. Did you say heartburn eggs. Yeah. Oh well, runny runny yolks give me heartburn. Man. 
So I had some friends visiting from England. I saw them last night. I had just met them last weekend. I didn't. They were like, listen to your show. And I was like, what'd you hear? And they were like, some guy was talking about he gets hard for it when he drinks Bloody Mary. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's yep. uh, popcorn makes the list. I don't like my popcorn burnt. I think it Ooh, tastes awful. Oh, no. Yeah, no, man. I'll be honest with you. I barely make popcorn at home anymore. Either go down to Cobbs or Smith Family Popcorn. Yeah, people if, like burned bop, popcorn? I, I've never met that person. I believe they exist. People like burned whatever. But yeah, popcorn to me. Uh, a big one on, and this is all just people overcook. Pasta. I don't, I don't sure. like mushy pasta. Some yeah. people Correct. like it mushy. Right. Uh, let's see. Broccoli for the same reason. People like it really soft. I am I'm one of those people. If you have cooked broccoli that's been sitting in like a steamer pot and it's gotten really kind of soft, I'm st- I, I'm in. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. It's weird though. Like, so my wife likes broccoli, but the only way she prepares it now is like the blasted broccoli. Oh yeah. So basically, you burn the living hell out of it, and it mm-hmm. smells great. Right. It looks good. Like but when I look like, at I it, I'm like, carrots. it is burned. Like I eat carrots, but a cooked soft carrot to me is top notch. My grandmother cooks her baked beans down in bacon. Uh, she boils them kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though they are already cooked, typically they're yeah. canned green beans, whatever. They're so mushy by the time they're done. I'd, I'd almost rather have like a French cut or something a little bit more fresh. And have we talked about too. burnt hot dogs. The last thing just on the burning list is uh, some people burn their marshmallows for s'mores. Sure. Yeah, sure, I'm, I'm down with that. I'm, I'm down with yeah, that. Me too. People uh, like having a torch that they put on a on a graham cracker. Yep. So here's again. This is the list of uh, foods people cook wrong on purpose. So here's one: breaking your spaghetti in half. You're not supposed to because it's harder to twirl, twirl yeah. with your noodles and your fork. But it's not impossible to do, and it saves you the hassle of getting out a really bi- getting a really big pot out. Also, I know it's not, but it seems like you have more. When I grew up, my mother always broke it in half. That Same. was like fun. Like, can I break it? Mm, I yep. break it in half, and most because of the kids. And to me, I don't care about twirling my pot. It tastes exactly the same. Okay, so I read an article. Uh, speaking of pasta, uh, lasagna. Obviously, you you boil the noodles first. You don't you don't cook them the whole way through, but you boil them enough where they're soft. Right, par cook them. You par cook them. Uh, they came out with a brand where you just put in the dry. Yeah, you noodles. just drop it in the. And, in your dish. And, and the only difference is, is, according to the instructions, is you add more sauce uh, to the pan. Yeah. So I read a whole article about the difference between the ones that you're supposed to use that are uh, boiled and cooked and the ones that you put in dry. It is the same frickin' noodle. There's no difference. It's the they same. They just convinced you to they just cut out the middle, They a different man. recipe on the back of okay. the box to teach you how to cook it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I like it. Someone here, this is rebellious from the text line. Minute rice. They cook it for two minutes. Bam. Bam. Burn that rice. Yeah. Uh, let's see. French fries. Most people like them crispy. But someone said they prefer them undercooked, so they stay floppy and a little raw. I don't mind a soggy McDonald's French fry, but that's about as far as That's pretty rare, though. McDonald's does a good job of crisping up the fry. I like Mm -hmm. a floppy fry, man. Do you like floppy fries? That's that's my problem with with dicks. Floppiness of the fries. I love the the hamburgers. Mm -hmm. It's not that I don't eat the fries and don't like them when I'm eating them. I just wish that they were a little bit more well done. And while we're on that subject, I will do the same thing with bacon. I know that you're supposed to really crispy belt bacon. I prefer actually a a looser medium. I'm right there with that. Dude, I'm with I'm in between there. I don't I don't like it super crispy, but yeah. And one thing about Dick's is you don't modify the menu. You can't say, Can I have my fries well done? The answer is no. Uh, let's see. Uh, also, you know what? There was something going around the internet last night that I thought was pretty funny. Is those fries you get at like a Euro place. All right. I don't know what they're called. Because they're you not. put the red seasoning and the feta on top. But just like they have that little shell on the outside. But mm-hmm. like, it is kind of funny. Like you only see them at like takeout spots. Like I, they're not just a seasoned fry. There's something else on there. Right. And I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what it is. Uh, mashed potatoes made the list. One person said they only mash them a little bit. Another one says they prefer them with the skin on. 
I like them either way. I mean, they should be mashed, but like if you're at somebody's house and they're hand mashing potatoes with a mixer or something, there's a few lumps, like you'll be okay. No, we always had lumpy potatoes. And skin yeah. on skin on mashed potatoes typically with a red potato. Yes. I get more right. upset if somebody makes a potato salad. And they and the potatoes aren't done enough. Yes. If you're gonna do oh, potato salad, yeah, yeah man, they, they need awful. to be. You know what, man? You can say what you want about potato salad. That is not an easy dish to make. No, no. it's not. There's a very fine line between is this too mushy and it's gonna fall apart when I mix it, or is it too, too, you know, dense? Uh, throw. You brought this up. It almost made the list, or it is on the list. Ramen noodles. Uh, they drain almost all the water, so it's just the noodles. They leave enough water to mix in the flavor pack. Like I said. Me and my buddy, we just started adding a little dollop of oil and then like half the flavor pack. And for some reason, the texture was better. I don't use the flavor pack. We have tons of ramen, but I just cook them and use them as the side for something else. Yeah. They're perfect for that, man. I'll mix them oh, with anything. My, but my, yeah, the my, flavor my, pack yeah. is to go straight in the trash. My buddy worked at uh, he, he did uh, worked at a takeout place, but they also did stir-fry Japanese food, and they also did Indian food for takeout. Mm-hmm. So he'd bring home a half a head of uh, a cabbage, and he'd grate it with a cheese grater, put the ramen noodles in the water. When they got wet, he would not make it a soup. He'd take the noodles, drop them in the wok with the yeah, cabbage, and basically just it, make a lo mein or a, like a... Yeah. You know, it, it was fantastic. Like, it, seriously. That's what it, I mean. That, that's it, what I use it for. It was great. Uh, foods that people cook wrong on purpose. Number one on the list, Kraft Mac and cheese. What do they do different? Someone said the milk is completely unnecessary. They only add butter, so it's less runny. Huh. Yeah, you can also okay. put like a dollop of uh, sour cream in there if you want. There's a number of ways to not have that fourth cup of milk if you need to. Yeah, and I think some of the foods, too, you just got to you gotta know what you like. That's it, right? Yeah, and I think also, I think for the most part, if people are really mixing, messing around stuff, it's usually stuff like this. Like ramen noodles, it's hot quick dogs, and easy. Yeah. right? Kraft mac and cheese. I know uh, there's some like kind of pre-cooked, already cooked stuff that you heat up in the microwave like chicken wise but if you do it for the amount they say it just is like ugh. the difference it's is like are you cooking sawdust. for a bunch of people mm-hmm. like hot dogs you can make 30 hot dogs but still if you like the black ones you'll put those two in I've a different part of the I've never seen the time on a frozen pizza that's ever been correct either it's always longer yeah yeah frozen pizzas are a tough one if you're not paying attention mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and you're right in different ovens and this and that i mean look even even microwave stuff right like sometimes it just like depends on the wattage of your microwave it really does man uh i will say though a lot of these things if you have any uh inconsistency at home if you're looking for an easier way and i backed up by a lot of people on instagram now buy a slow cooker and buy an air fryer. Yeah, seriously, man. Those yes. two things you almost can't F up. Yeah, I saw I saw some dude the other day, and he's like, people go, why do you have an air fryer? You have an oven. It's like, well, you put your stuff in the oven. I'll put mine in the in the air fryer, and then when I'm done eating, I'll go take an hour walk of this and that from when your oven's finally warm. Right. right. And, yeah. the, and look, the slow cooker. Look, I make chili this weekend. Nothing special. I did too, bro. I don't know how. It was great. You, you leave it in there. For that many hours, it tastes great. Mm-hmm. It does. It, I made chili this week. Any cornbread? Nah, cornbread. Nah. My wife hooked up cornbread. Ah, see, that's my favorite. I gotta have chili and cornbread. Thank you, head chef. We appreciate it. Shout the days coming up. You are listening to the men's room. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. 99.9 KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. I got a mess. We'll drink ourselves with a shot of the day. And we do have your headlines on the way at 550. But first, quick check in with Mike Hawk and some of the stories and headlines he is not working on. Thank you, Miles. A new study suggests taking a daily multivitamin may help prevent Alzheimer's. Hmm. I don't take a daily multivitamin. I, t- I do take a couple supplements, but other than that, no. Well, and then you hear, you know, don't take this one, you know, don't d- d- this name brand. I'll, that does nothing. Like, you get an initial little boost, and then you just pee the rest out. Like, you don't actually do that. You need to take this multivitamin. Like, can I just go back to chewing on Flintstones? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. You can. Right? Older but a goodie. I actually had no idea when I grew up because I used to take the Flintstone vitamins growing up. And then when I got to an older age, I didn't realize that multivitamins weren't actual chewables. Oh. And so, remember, there was one day, and my, my old man and I, we worked out one day. He was like, all right, take this multivitamin. Let's have some lunch. And then I grabbed it and I chewed it. It's <laughs> like, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know, man. This thing is gross. You're an adult now. <laughs> hey, these aren't Flintstones, man. Apple is ending the blood oxygen sensor feature on their watches. I heard they uh, stepped on a patent of someone else's. They did. That's exactly what it was. And they've been in a dispute about this for like four years. Oh, so they're going to act like they didn't know. Oh, bad. Right. Well, yeah. So now that's gone. Now anybody that's got the new watch, they're just shutting it down at some point. Good for whoever that person was. Good for them. Apple's a massive company, so be able to like... You know, they figured, oh, we'll just bully him around in court. So I'm like, I like that. Whoever that was was like, no, well, you know what? We'll fight it out. We're right. right. This is our pet. Yeah. Get the hell off. I mean, you know the old saying, Mike, about court. One with the most money wins. That's right. And they got the pet. A Japanese lock manufacturer has developed a key accessory that indicates whether you remembered to lock your door or not. Okay. Which I don't. It's not the worst idea. No. Because, you know, once a month, ah, crap, man, did I lock so-and-so. Right. When I first read it, I I thought it could also be used for, like, your car. Okay. Because you walk away and and you don't remember if you hit the button or not or something like that. But this one is basically, it's a, it's a, like a silicone deal that slides over your key. And then it actually can read whether or not you turned your key clockwise or counterclockwise. Uh-huh. And then there's a little, you know, sensor that turns red or white, if it, depending on whether it's it's locked or unlocked. Okay. So there you go. Now you remember. And then the world's a better place. But that's all science. And I don't quite understand how science, science. works. Science. In fact, as I grew up, there was a lot of scientific facts that were spread around that, quite frankly, they were just untrue. So let's debunk them all. The Men's Room Top 10. The Men's Room Top 10. 10. Of the most misunderstood science facts. How about tryptophan in 
turkey makes you sleepy. I say horse hockey. Cheese has more tryptophan than turkey, and I don't see you falling over into a post-cheese blissful sleep ratatouille. Consider the gluttonous celebration known as Thanksgiving, where most of the turkey is consumed, also has rich sides and desserts, sweet potatoes, rolls, mac and cheese, pie, 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 and more pie. Then there's second dinner, and then your football halftime snacky snack. Turns out it's not the tryptophan at all. You just like an excuse to eat everything in sight and blame it on a sacrificial lamb, or in this case, bird. You wrote tund mound of disgust. Jeez. Wow. You just got uh, big feelings on tryptophan. I don't know that the tryptophan is why people are eating. It's Thanksgiving. But I do get annoyed because like, I'm tired because the tryptophan. The tryptophan. Like, do you know which turkey you'd have to eat for that to have an impact? Right. And what's the best one I read said? It's When's the last time you ate a giant meal at like 3 p.m.? Exactly. And then ate more of it just because it was still there. Right. Yeah, it's food coma. Anyway, so just like that, these are the most misunderstood science facts. What do we know about humans and their senses? How many senses do we have? Five. Wrong! Six. Six. Many of us were taught that sight, hearing, taste, smell, and touch are the five ways that human can perceive the environment. But modern science has added who? Proprioception, which is body awareness, uh, nociception, which is pain detection, and thermal reception, which is temperature sensitivity to our list of senses. Yeah, but that's seven through nine because the sixth sense allows us to see ghosts. Correct. Yeah, we see dead people. That was documented. Yeah, it's there. Uh, How do you make your hair grow back quicker? Keep cutting it. Shave, exactly. whatever. Exactly. You shave it. Contrary to popular belief, shaving doesn't affect the root of the hair strand, so it can impact growth. Yeah. I never understood uh, that, even as well, a kid. if you shave your head, in theory, it should grow back. Uh, apparently, it came about because cutting hair makes it blunter and coarser at the end, and uh, new growth is typically darker due to a lack of sun bleaching. Yeah, it looks thicker. Right. That's the whole point. So people thought their hair was growing faster. My uh, When my cousin was younger, he used to actually just run a razor over his face so that he could eventually grow it. He still can't grow a beard with crap. <laughs> Tell him to keep working He's on it. He stunted it. Come on, man. Keep going. Uh, let's see here. If you're, uh, especially in this room, if it's a cold day, and you, you might have a little bottle of something in your car. Whiskey. It's a good way to warm you up, right? Oh, no. No, it's Wrong. not. Correct. I know, but feels like a good excuse when it's cold outside. You want That's little, why we say it. You want a little nip of brandy? Exactly. I feel warmer, at least. Alcohol affects the blood vessels just below your skin. They open up and more blood and heat flow into them. That takes uh, blood and heat away from the core of your body, so actually it's easier to get dangerously cold when you're drinking alcohol. You ever hear the story? I don't know if it's true or not, but somebody's camping or whatever the case is, so it's a bunch of people out there, and... It's cold enough that the water's frozen. They start passing around whiskey, but the first person to taste it basically kills over. Okay. No, I didn't. Because it takes longer for whiskey to freeze, but it was still like negative 10 degrees or something. Oh, God. And basically threw it down their throat. Sure. Yeah. I don't know if it's true or not, but I always heard that story, and I'm like, mental note, don't move anywhere cold, because you're going to drink whiskey. Good God. I remember tailgating a Thursday night football game. My brother had bought a little small bottle of E&J brandy. All right. Easy Jesus. Easy Jesus. Yeah. Simply because we were like, we're going to seek this, or like have a little nip, keep us warm. And I had another friend there who I guess, we were in our early 20s, didn't understand. It was DB. Okay. And we said, you want a nip? And it was a small bottle. And he drank it. Or <laughs> my brother looking, I'm like, what the? Do you not know what a nip yeah. is? Yeah. Right. A nip, bro. And that's brandy, too. That's just powerful. 
Well, I feel yeah. like like Yukon Jack is meant for the cold. Maybe it's the name. Oh, yeah. It's flavor. Name, yeah. I mean, the thing is, it feels like it doesn't actually warm you up, but it feels warm going down your body. you get a burn in stuff. your gut, right? Like, yeah, and then you got a little buzz. So you're like, ah, oh, screw it. Maybe I just don't care about the fact I'm freezing my ass off here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm drunk. The most misunderstood science facts. Who do we know as the uh, the suicidal animal? Oh, the dodo bird. No, not Lemmings. that one. Lemming. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the dodo bird really stink because they all kill themselves. While, uh, while lemming populations do sometimes have casualties while traveling in groups to find new territory, the reality of the footage that was released in a 1957 Disney documentary it's, uh, uh, is far worse. Filmmakers staged the event by deliberately pushing dozens of yeah. lemmings to their deaths. Oh. oh! Yeah. Oh, you hadn't heard that? No. Oh, yeah. You're the happiest place on earth unless you're a lemming. Man, that's brutal. Yes, it is. And now everybody thinks Look lemming. at them. They kill themselves. Right. Yes, I can't wait until somebody calls me a lemon. you are pushed off of a cliff, yes. That's that's what happens. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, anybody heard about the taste map on your tongue? The taste map? There's sure. something about like the like front, the front of your tongue back. tastes different. Exactly. Than the, Wrong. Oh. Many of us learn that different areas of the tongue respond to different tastes, sweet, salty, bitter, and sour. However, the Smithsonian Institute reports that taste receptors are actually distributed evenly, so you can taste the sourness of a lemon slice no matter where you squeeze it on your tongue. So whoever is talking to you saying, you know, make sure that you eat the food this way or you take your drink this way. That way it gets to the back of the throat, and that's where the proper receptor... He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's all right, wine people do that all the time, and it's like, let it trickle down to the back of your throat. Wine people have proven time and time again and the only thing they know what they're talking about is where the grapes are from. Yeah. Because every time they do these taste tests, it's always like a $100 bottle of wine finishes somewhere in the middle. And on average, when they do these wine tastings with so-called wine people, it's the bottles that cost around 12 bucks that always rank the highest. Right? Yeah. Almost every single time. So they go through all this stuff, and they're educated, certainly, about where the grapes came from, this region, what the climate should be. But it's like, right. But in the end, you like cheap wine, bro. Right. Show me what bottle you're drinking when nobody's watching. <laughs> bottle? It's in a box. That's right. <laughs> that black box is huge. <laughs> I see that in a lot of places. There's a reason it's still around. That's a fact. Said a lot of ladies, you got to squeeze it and like wring it out. Yeah, it's damn right. That's a... That's an adult Capri Sun right there. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. The most Don't mis- forget to listen to our brand new morning show, Daily Mix. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say who. Oh, I feel confident on Steve Biggs doing that. <laughs> a girl. The most misunderstood science facts. Uh, why should you not eat at night? Because uh, the food just sits in your stomach. It makes you fat. That's right. Fear not. Midnight snackers, as long as you aren't eating extra calories at night, the time that you eat doesn't significantly affect weight gain. The most important factor in weight regulation is your daily overall calorie consumption, not the time of day that you chow down. What about... Sorry, go ahead. So basically that whole, you know, nothing after 8 o'clock, bunk. What about laying, like, sitting up for digestion? I think there's something to that, because I think that's just gravity. You're sitting up, you swallow something, you just want it to go down to your stomach. That makes sense. Where but, I mean, that's just, but I'm just saying, I don't know. I'm guilty of this. I do it to people all the time. What's that? Like if they eat and then like five minutes later, they're laying down. It's like, sit up. Let your food digest. Oh, that I, I have no idea. Maybe well, I'm just barking at people for no reason. Well, I wonder yeah, if but until up, they know difference, bark on. I wonder if sitting yeah. up takes a little bit more, you know, muscle work. You know, you're working your core by just sitting up and therefore you're- Wouldn't that be great? A little bit more. Yeah. yeah, it just feels lazy. Well, hey, there's a reason why, you know, those exercise balls is, is desk chairs. That's, do you want to poop? Jumping jacks. No kidding, dude. Do do 60 seconds of jumping jacks. Watch what happens to your intestines. Right. But I mean, like, you, it's very rare, I think, to eat lay, lying down. Yeah. I yeah. 
it usually like I'm a drunk. choking hazard. <laughs> usually I'm drunk yeah, at a hotel look, room. I love eating food and snacks, but I feel like... I, I don't know. It's, it just feels weird, like, laying on, even on my couch and, like, eating a chip. You got to do it like David Hasselhoff. Just get real oh, drunk. Oh, God. Lay on your belly and eat it that way. We keep forgetting that happened. I, 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 I've, I've been there. <laughs> we all have. I'm right. just not on video. Notice Correct. we all just laughed. We didn't We didn't have any crosswords <laughs> oh, oh, oh. to say. There was a lot of people that, that exercise of judgment against was like, mm, I've, I've been there, man. Hey, bro. We get it. Again, <laughs> you're just on video. Right. That's all. Uh, let's see here. Anybody heard a, a uh, science fact about glasses state of matter? Glasses state of matter. No. There are some that believe that glass is a slow-moving liquid. And you're not exactly wrong, but you're not right. Says new scientists say that uh, chemists classify glass as neither a liquid nor a solid, but something in between these two states of matter. A liquid. They, they call it an amorphous solid because its structure isn't as rigid as a true solid, but its uh, its atoms cannot move around as freely as those in a liquid. So put simply, it's just it's weird. Okay, it's weird, but right, it's not mm-hmm. right. moving, so to speak. Correct. That would imply that if you just left a glass sit there, eventually Be a it would shorter melt. the next day. Right. Sugar causes hyperactivity in children. Again, these are the most misunderstood science facts. While parents may like to use this as an excuse to restrict, uh, restrict sweet treats, WebMD states that not uh, one study on the subject has found a significant link between sugar consumption and hyperactivity. However, science can agree that sugar still isn't great for their teeth. It's not great for their teeth, but I think a lot of the times that kids are hyper when there's sugar is generally because when they're having something sugary, they're in a very positive state of Correct. Mind. There's a Russian You're dopamine. at a birthday party. But I thought, what about all the studies that say like, you know, like like people reach for a candy bar for the sugar rush in the afternoon, then you crash hard because the sugar doesn't last. Like how... Like, is that any different? Like, I would think for children, but still give them energy. Sure. But I don't believe it's hyperactivity. Right. I think it's I think it's a, there might be a boost, and, there, and and it might be the sugar. It might be another chemical that's in your brain. But I would argue, what are they eating? If they're eating chocolate bars, I would say it's probably the caffeine, which is a known stimulant. Sure. From the chocolate and not the sugar. Mm-hmm. How do we know about the uh, dog's vision? They're uh, black and white. Color blind. Absolutely. What are the two colors? Is it like blue and yellow blue are the ones yellow. they can see? Right. And I still don't know exactly how they figured that out. It's not like you can put on a dog's eyes and, and see through them, but they have somehow figured out that dogs see in blues and yellows. Uh, they kind of do, man. Believe it or not, some of the early experiments, I don't know if they still do it this way, but like cat's vision, insect's vision, dog's vision. You essentially took their eye, and at that point, you kind of focus light through it. Gotcha. And at that point, at least as we perceive things, you kind of saw how they see things compared to how we see it, if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Miles, you might know this one, but uh, lightning never strikes the same place twice, right? Oh, uh, actually, probably strikes more. Absolutely. The opposite is actually true. The Weather Network reports, quote, while the odds of being struck by lightning are low, the chances of lightning striking the same place twice are high because certain spots are higher or more That's conductive. Yep. They may be struck multiple times or, or uh, over time or even in a single storm. There's a reason why there are certain rods that they put out there to conduct lightning. I got in trouble in school when they laid that fact on us, young, impressionable minds, and I was like, but why do they have lightning rods? Like, I'm like, wouldn't you have to move it every single time it struck? But it seems to me that it keeps striking. Right. So, yes, it does strike the same place as many freaking times as it wants Absolutely. to. Absolutely. How about the memories of goldfish? Three seconds. Three second memory. Oh, be a, a goldfish. Yeah. They have six seconds. Is it six second memory? I think I heard. I've heard three. It's I've a heard famous six. line in Ted Lasso. 
Con- <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> That's right. Be a goldfish. I remember that. Contrary to popular belief, goldfish have good memories and can perform learned tasks like navigating to and from a place within their tank for a food reward. The BBC states that at uh, Oxford University, researchers concluded that goldfish had memories far longer than a few seconds. Yeah. They know oh, they're so on, smart. Man. Why don't they learn how to breathe? Mm-hmm. They do. It's just underwater. <laughs> <laughs> or breathe oxygen. Why well, should, they're still breathing oxygen, aren't they? Why should Eventually. you not crack your knuckles? At least uh, arthritis. arthritis. That's right. You're going to get the arthritis. Cracking your knuckles does not significantly increase your chance of developing arthritis in your hands. Uh, the noise results from the bubbles bursting and the lubricating fluid surrounding each joint, but they don't recommend it anyway because knuckle crackers exhibit a reduced ability to grip objects. Damn knuckle crackers. So, yeah. It's I not, crack mine all the time. Yeah. I don't crack my knuckles so much, but my chest is cracking a lot more these days. Mm-hmm. My back will pop from time to time. My knees are just sounding the same oh, thing yeah. every time I stand up these days. I think my knees have been cracking since I was a teenager. Yeah. For, you played football, baseball, the rest of it, sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is funny, though, isn't it? Get together and we took a big group picture and a bunch of people were kneeling. And like, well, we get, like, it took them, everybody's 40 over, right? It took a minute for everybody to get, to get up. up. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, you hear the hoss. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially if you're doing something athletic, it doesn't seem that big of a deal. But when you're just like, you've been sitting around. There's watching, no adrenaline. Just like, yeah, hey, you're just down for this. Football. Yeah. I'll just grab a heavy ball at the gym and do squats with that in front of me. Yeah. It's like, pop, 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 pop. Yeah. Sounds like I'm making microwave popcorn. Right. Sounds like a movie theater. Trying to stay away from people. So yeah. But then the number one misunderstood science fact, you drop a piece of food on the floor. Five seconds. Five second rule. The idea that you have exactly five seconds to eat that bit of pizza off a dirty floor before bacteria leap onto it has been quashed by researchers who found that bacteria transfers instantly. We recommend grabbing a fresh slice instead. But we don't. To be fair, I don't think anybody actually believed the five second rule. You just said it if there was someone else present. Correct. If I drop my piece of pizza on the floor and no one's looking, I'm eating that son of a bitch. Right. If I drop it on the floor and there's 30 people around, I'm still eating that bitch. But what I'm going to say is five second rule. rule. To me, it depends on what it is. Yes. Tater tot, picking it up. Jello. Jello, no. Pizza, no. God. And it lands crust down, man. Is it on carpet or hardwood? Either one. It's crust down. It's on carpet. I'm out. Oh, dude. To me, crust is the barrier. Anything that can grab fuzz and bring it back up, I'm done. Like, you accidentally drop a lollipop, that thing's out. That That's done, yeah. Yeah. A man on a flight in India ended up with the most uncomfortable seat. However, the most elbow room, Miles. Why did he have so much elbow room? I'll tell you all about it at 5.50. Thank you, sir. Headlines are coming up at 5.50. In the meantime, it's going to contest on the line for Profile This at 206-803-ROCK. Have we made it to drinking time? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.